All right, good evening, everybody. It's a good one here at Shea. We are now show number nine of Do You Remember That Guy? That's yes. right. My name is Jimmy Palumbo, and my co-host is... Head coach, Rick Antonori. Yes. Now, normally we get right into the players and see who you remember. Um, and, of course, uh, Rick takes on a Met, and I take on a Yankee. We have some laughs. But we got some exciting news this week, and I think we should share it with our um, thousands and thousands of listeners. Rick, it's come to my understanding that you are now the official manager, and where is that? Yes. Uh, uh, t t right now the title is interim. I am interim head coach at Clark State College. Nice. Um, it's, 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 you look, keep on saying head coach. I always think manager. That's all right. Well, in college wise is it's a manager, but as head college wise head coach, cause you know, you're, you're running the program like Shiana does with Rutgers for football. And uh, you I love that you're lumping in you with Greg Shiana. That's nice. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I like that kind of little cocky right there. <laughs> That's like you know you got I get you got recruiting you got fundraising they call, you have they call me LeBron James here at Chop Sports Network so yeah, I get yeah. that but um you know a lot of it has to do with you know you got to be on top of the players you're bringing players in you know they're 18 19 year old kids that you know to me what's most important is yeah I want to be a winning a winning ball club but being that they're a college and it's a two year program so the next step is to get them into high level D twos or even sure, D division sure. schools. Hey, listen, I can guarantee you. You have an academic team. Over. Like if, you, if you could get a winning team, okay, goes to conference, does something. But at the end of the year, your team gets all American academia, like, acknowledgments. Right. You're on to something. Something's going right. That, that That's hey. what my goal is with this. Hey, listen, I don't care who you are. If you're at this uh, Clark State place and you start getting kids to Indiana or every now and then yeah. a kid to Michigan, some coaches are going to be like, well, who's Matt? Who's who, who, who's responsible for these kids? And next thing you know, you're the hitting coach at some bigger school. Um, we'll that's just I mean, the way it works. There's no way. I know, you're gonna, I know you're going to kick ass. You're going to break your butt over there. And the kids are going to be better for it. And uh, that's great. Congratulations you. to you and your family. A nice little paying gig there. And um, and uh, that's it. That's very cool. So even though he was always a coach on the show, he always calls himself you know, Coach Rick. Now he's officially over there at Clark State. Um and that's awesome. So I think I'll start off. The, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that guy? Now, my guy, all right, I was confused about this guy because there's many people who think that he's maybe too big for this show. I don't because the yes. perception. All right, of, hold on. It, hold on. It's hysterical because I, I, I thought the same. My guy is going to be one of those same things. Okay. okay. Well, we can. That's I'll, I'll the, be the judge. Well, we'll let Chris. Chris Gucci, my producer, is behind the glass here. He's kind of listening in. We we decided to bring him in the last couple of weeks, and it just works. Good year. Um, okay. Good years. First of all, he played from 84 to 97. Okay. Um, he uh, played four years with the Yankees. Now, his lifetime batting average was 273, 262 home runs, 1,300 hits. If you ask me today, he would be like a Sanchez, that kind of player. Really? Um, he had 1,300 Ks, though, in 14 years. I think Reggie oh. has the record at 20. This guy struck out a lot. On-base percentage, 368. He had 925 RBIs. What years with the Yankees? Okay. He played with the Yankees from 92 to 95. He was a right fielder and a DH. All right? Um, with with the guy. Yankees, he batted 252 with almost 600 Ks in four years. So he definitely struck out a lot. Um, he was a big right-hander. I liked him for a little bit, but then he just... I already you know, know who he is. Uh, 
All right. Well, hang on. Oh, write it down. Don't show me. He played with Seattle, the Royals, Yankees, Oakland, White Sox, and Philly. Um, he came with a big. He made thirty-two million dollars playing pro ball. So he it was a big money uh, free agent signing with the Yankees in '92. In '92, he batted two sixty-six, hit twenty-five home runs with eighty-five RBIs. In '93, he batted two fifty. 31 home runs, 102 RBIs. So he'd be definitely a $15 million a year player right now. All but he right, also struck out 156 times. Yeah. Can you guess at all? Puerto is Rican it, player. His dad his dad played pro ball. Is his initials DT? Yes, they are. Danny <laughs> Tartable. Did you get it right? Nope. You think, who'd, you, who'd you think it was? At first, because you said a guy I liked, I thought it was Ruben Sierra. No, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Ruben Sierra's sacred ground to me. Um, but yes, basically, look, this guy, um, he, he, there's, I, I read some stuff online that there's some uh, Kansas City Royal uh, writers that think, based on statistics, he was one of the best Royal hitters of all time because yeah, when, he was, when he was with the Royals, in, um, in five seasons, he batted 290, 124 home runs with like, uh, um, uh, what did he do? He, he hit uh, 309 in 1987 and hit home runs. He was the full package. That's why the Yankees signed him. He had power, batting average. Right, but he's a, right he's a right-handed hitter. You go to Yankee so, Stadium, you got to hit absolutely bombs the right field. And he was no Giancarlo. He's had, I think he approached 30 home runs one year. He had 28. Yeah, he had 31 in oh, 93. Now, um, a little background on it. First of all, in 92, he batted 266, 25 home runs. In 93... He batted uh, 250, hit 31 ding-dongs. 94, he batted 256, hit 19 home runs. And in 95, he batted 236, only hit eight home runs. But Ks were big, 115, 156, 111. He struck out a lot. And this he was, was gone by 96. He wasn't the, on the 96. No, he, he, he was traded. Okay. Now, you got to remember, he, he those home run, those uh, strikeout numbers for Tartable were when – those were very high. Now they're common. It wasn't that way 20 years ago. Um, he was born in Puerto Rico in 62. He's the son of Jose Tartable, who was like a 261 hitter from 62 to 70. Um, and uh, played for the Red Sox. He was famous in 67 um, for like, uh, there was a famous play where the Red Sox were a game out of the division. And it was a fly ball to Tartable. And they were going to lose. They were going to tag up. And Jose Tartable threw a uh, a bullet to the plate. Um, and uh, they were able to get him out. So he's known in, in the Red Sox lore for that. But uh, he was drafted by the Reds in 1980. And, of course, the Seattle he, ended up picking him up in one of those minor league deals. Jimmy, he reminds me of a guy who just thrived outside of the New York market. Yes, he like, couldn't. He, well, he, he was like, to New York, and it just it, yes, he, he couldn't he handle. Bad. He didn't do bad. The guy had thirty-one home runs, but it kind of swallowed him up a little bit. There's no doubt about it, um, and I'll explain why. Because you know he was traded from uh, Seattle to the Royals for Scott Bankhead and Mike Kingry, and uh, he was a free agent in '91. He did really well with the Royals. I, I just talked about. He signed with the Yanks like a five million dollar year player, and I also read somewhere that he was the first. He was the first news. Reported on ESPN Radio, which I think was just starting out. That's pretty cool, actually. That's kind of cool. Um, he was traded by the Yankees in 1995 for Jason Beverlin and the Boo Boo Ruben Sierra. So um, <laughs> I remember nobody caring when Tarnival got uh, 
but but again, he he hit he had decent numbers. We should have been pissed at that, but we weren't. I'm pretty sure though, if I remember if I remember correctly, he was like the A Rod before A Rod came to the Yankees, where he hit home runs when they meant nothing. Right. Well, that's the famous uh, the uh, my buddy Dan, uh, uh, Steve Venditti, who works for the Giants, tell me that. He, if anybody does something when no one, it's not important, he calls it Danny Tartable. And yeah, I've yeah. seen him do that, like even down at the Jersey Shore house. If you hook up with a girl that no one sees and no one knew, he goes, What are you, Danny Tartable? And I, we used to, because I remember him down eight nothing, he would hit like a, a home run in the sixth and another Just, one, and they'd lose eight two. But if yeah. he was up at second or third, here's Tartable, slider outside, struck out. Um, there's some other things that are funny about him, though. He's also known, his last season was with the Phillies, and he was 0 for 7 on the year, and uh, the um, uh, he broke his foot on a foul pitch, like second game of the season, and either the Phillies kind of blew the medical thing, he was going to come back, going to come back, but uh, Terry Francona was the manager. His foot never healed, and he finally got like a, a bunch of MRIs, it was a hairline fracture, but, like, he was really injured. And Francona always said, like, it's not because he doesn't want to play. And he was making decent coin, like $3 million at that point. Um, but he just couldn't run. He couldn't, his foot, he couldn't put pressure on it. And he never played again. The crazy thing, when he got released from the Yankees, uh, or traded by the Yankees, um, he said be, playing for the Yankees was like being in jail. And he hated Steinbrenner. So, like, the Yankee organization, he doesn't come back to old-timers day which is so mm. foolish. But here's the crazy thing, and we always talk about... So the bottom line is on this guy is that he was actually very good with the Royals. Borderline about to become a superstar. Didn't go his way. He, always, he got a little banged up every year, and that affected him. But post-career, in 2012, he was like the, the top deadbeat dad in the country. He owed like 300 grand in child support. Complete jerk-off in that arena. But he's also known for... He knew he was on these lists of like deadbeat dads, which when you blow off the court date, you're now, there's a warrant out for your there's arrest. Warrant for you. But somebody broke into his car, so he called the LA police to come to come check it out. And when they got there, they looked at the car, they were talking to him, and one cop said, hey man, you're showing up as, are you Danny Tartable, like the player? Like, yeah, well, we have a warrant out for you. He got arrested by, and he called the police on himself. But it sounds like he owes a bunch of, uh, um, uh, and his kids played for Cal and football, and uh, his kids did well. But uh, he completely, uh, you know, was a deadbeat dad. But there is no—I don't know what happened. Whether he settled out of court, but you know, he made earn thirty-two million dollars. You got to give some money to your kids, bro. Um, right. So, so that's and there's I, he's not coaching anywhere. He's not doing. I couldn't find anything on him. He just—I hopefully he didn't blow his money, and he's just. Uh, you know, he's just an old man now. He's born in 62, so he's right around 59, 60. And, uh, and that's it. So Danny Tartable, who's known as hitting huge home runs when nobody was on base and when the score didn't matter. But he was a much better player than I thought because I always thought he sucked. But looking at the numbers, maybe I was wrong. So Danny Tartable played with the Yankees from 92 to 95, Major League Baseball from 84 to 97. So full 13-year career and a 273 lifetime batting average. That's... That's not bad. That's pretty good. So, all right, when we come back, we're going to hear from Rick and his fine Met that he's going to discuss. You know, myself and Gooch are both getting a little older. One of the first things to go is your vision. Thank goodness for our hookup over at Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, right on Main Street next to the train station. 
They have glasses for all ages, all budgets. They have safety glasses, sports glasses. They are a full-service powerhouse offering eye exams and even free lenses for the kids. They work with BCBS, AAA, AARP, giving massive discounts. They're open five days a week, closed on Wednesdays and Sundays. Call 732-326-3937 to get your first pair of Ray-Ban, Burberry, Coach, Polo, you name it, they got it. Go see Craig and Johnine right now. Hey, Chop Sports family, it's Jimmy Palumbo here. I am doing a stand-up show on November 27th, Saturday of Thanksgiving weekend at 7.30 p.m. at the Carteret Performing Arts and Event Center with great comedian Mike Marino. Phone number 877-849-2722 for tickets. Again, 877-849-2722, November 27th, 7.30. Jimmy Palumbo and Mike Marino live from Carteret, Central New Jersey's in the house. All right, we are back. All right, Rick, I went with Danny Tartable, uh, who, I, who actually people may know him, so I don't know if this is, that was a classic. Do you remember that guy? But for Yankee fans, nobody remembers Danny Tartable. So who well, do you remember? You still remember him well. All right, so, so my guy, okay, my guy is one of those, of course, New York Met cases, is a basic superstar everywhere else, and then he comes to the Mets. Glad, <laughs> glad. There's a, first of all, that's a wide selection there. I have it's to a wide selection, exactly. So, so give, me, give me the years. When did he play? He played for, He played from 1993 to 2007. Wow, so 14 years in the league. 14, oh, same years, as okay. 15 years in the bigs, actually. How many years with the Mets? Two. 19, uh, excuse me, 2006 and 2007. Oh, wow. And they so stung. Oh, years. 2006. Let me give you a little bit of his accomplishments because it's like. It, what was his lifetime batting average? 283. Oh, wow. Okay. 14 With years, 283. on base percentage. He had a total of 328 home runs with 1,070 RBIs. 2006, 2007. Mm-hmm. So it must have been a guy who was really good, came to the Mets and sucked. And sucked it up. So just to give you a few things, Okay. Um, he's a member of the 3030 Club, two-time All-Star, 1999-2002. American League total bases leader, 1999. Uh, a Gold Glove winner, 1999. Silver Slugger winner, 1999. He holds the Dodgers record for, for most home runs in a season with 49. Beltran? No. No. Uh, let's see. Four home runs in a game, May 23, 2002. Um, tw- he has seven 20 home run seasons, four 30 home run seasons, three 40 home run seasons. Oh my God. How can we not know who this guy is? This guy's a good player. He's the only major league player to ever hit seven home runs in a three game span. He recorded his what, two what, th- what position? Right field, outfield. And he played with the Mets for two years. What did he year. bat with the Mets? 257 and 291. That's not even that bad. And how did he leave the Mets? Free agent or trade? He retired. Oh, so, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait he came a minute. Over to trade. Oh, he I know with, who this is. I know who this is. He I played re- for Toronto. He played for the Dodgers. Arizona. In 2005, Eric goes to Arizona. 2006 with Arizona. They trade into the Mets. All right. You know what? I I don't want to keep it too, going on too long. I I I I know I know who this is. I remember this now, but I can't think of his name. Famous famous Jewish American baseball player. He's actually the all time Jewish major league baseball player. He's second in career home runs behind Hank Greenberg, and tenth in lifetime batting average. 
This is crazy. I can't believe I don't know this. You got to kick yourself. Uh, Sean? Yes. Sean Green? There you go. (laughs) I admit it. I got some help there by Chris, by the way. (laughs) Yes, but I do remember that's the guy. Yeah, I remember that he came and he was like, I was like, ah, it's Sean Green, decent player, and he shit to bed with the Mets. But he batted 291. Again, he'd be making 25. Normally, normally I would say... Normally, I would say that he's too good, but since neither of us could really get it, until you, the only time I got it was when you said Jewish, and I was like, oh, I know, I, I should have gotten that one. Right, that's because the, the list of Jewish players is shorter than the list of players who come to the Mets and suck. So. Right, I mean, well, yeah, but I mean, like I said, he, he, he did not fare well. He was on the 2006 playoff team, but, you know, wow, that's okay. what they got him for. So and what, then, um, so wow, he did, he did, a, he played with a lot of different. Check this out, though. At the time of his retirement, at the time of his retirement, he must have been making big money. He was, uh, let's see, green holes, green holes are tied for the following major league records. Most home runs in a game, four. Most extra base hits in a game, five. Most total bases in a game, 19. Most runs scored in a game, six. Most home runs in two consecutive games, five. Um, now, w- when he retired... Was there yep. a backstory? Did he get hurt? Did something was going on? I- well, like Danny Taudable, he broke his foot in 2007. Okay, he came back early from from injury. Played, didn't do terrible, but he wound up. He only he was batting when he got hurt. He was batting over 314 for the Mets right. before the injury. When he came back, you know, the injury didn't really heal. He came back early because they were in the hunt in 2007 again. He batted 240. Yeah, so he, he was part of that. Whenever a Met leaves the field during a game, and they're like, well, he's a little nicked up there. He could be done forever, or he, right. you won't see him for seven years. The, yeah. Mets have, the Mets have a way of it. When a, guy, when a Met gets hurt, it's, it's, they should call 911, I think, because he could be dead. You know, I mean, um, I, I, looking at his, I mean, the guy was, the guy, I, I mean, really, if you look at his stats and compare it to today's players, I mean, how he's no, not I remember him the now. Hall of Fame is beyond me. His he best years were with the Dodgers, no? And Toronto. So Toronto, he had two years where he hit over 100 RBIs. Um, in 1999, he had 42 home runs, 123 ribbies, batted 309. In 2000, he goes to the Dodgers, hits uh, only 24 home runs. Hold on. Now he, you know what? Sean Green was – how many hit? He got close to 2,000 hits, No. He has over 2,000 hits. Two, wow. In 2001. Yeah, he was good. Sean Green was yeah. good. Yeah, 49 he just sucked with runs, the Mets. 125 RBIs. 2002, 42 home runs, 114 RBIs. I don't think Met fans remember Sean Green. Maybe they do. I mean, Well, like, that's I, why I, you remember that guy. He's perfect. Yeah. Because if he came from Met, he was a shadow of himself. Right. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Yeah, another guy. It's, it's like, what, it's, what is he doing now? Anything? Um, Hold on. I did. I did look this up. He must have made millions of dollars. He actually played with two, two oh, over hundred million dollars. He made. Um, where's he from? Where's he from? Oh, you kill going back and forth on these things. I know I'm all over the he map. Plains, Illinois. Okay, I like to know where he's. You know, was a Midwest oh, yeah, yeah. guy, Puerto Rican guy. He's three years older than me. He was, he was born in '72, and he uh, made his he made his major league debut in 1993. Wow. Um, he does a lot of charitable work. He um, so there's no scandal with him, huh? No scandal. He played with Team Israel in the World Baseball Class, the first one. Ah, that's interesting. I think I remember. You know, it's all coming back to me now. Yeah. 
Um, it doesn't really say. I mean, he does a, most of his work nowadays is charitable work. I guess when you make over a hundred million dollars, no, he's a he's a he's a baseball like not star, but uh, I mean like. He's a he's a ball player. He made a hundred million. Made a hundred million dollars, and he was very good for a lot of teams. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean so Green, of course, of course, indeed. You know, I, I mean, he was one of the like when I picked him out. I'm like, I know he was a he was a well known ball player, right? And, but then he came to the Mets, and I'm not gonna not that I'm comparing him to Willie Mays, but it was sim- it's similar in that he was a shadow of himself. That he was in his height. He wasn't as bad as Mays in '73, but no, Mays, Mays, Mays was done. Right, right. Yeah, you know. Mays played 25 years. Right, you know. So I think I think Willie Mays played in 25 All Star games, like something like that. Like to yeah. me, that's like I would I would just stroll into any All Star game and go stop it. But then I learned that for the first couple of years there was two All Star games, so it's really a little bit of a misnomer. But like. Yeah. Well, him, Hank, Willie Mays at an All Star game. Could, there's nobody who could like bust his balls. Yeah, I mean him and Hank Aaron. I think Hank Aaron's up there also. Like, yeah, I think year. Willie Mays has the record. I think for most yeah, All Star sure appearances. That's crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy, yeah. crazy. Well, that's it. Well, listen, Danny, we got a couple of big things. Do you remember that guy, the coach of Clark State, Rick Antonori, in the year <laughs> 2022? We also have Danny Tartable, who is AKA. Huge when the game is not on the line. Up eight nothing, down eight nothing. And then we have Sean Green, who is pretty much awesome for everybody else, except he comes to the Mets and he gets a little foot injury on a Tuesday night, and now he's doing charitable work. (laughs) That is our. Do you remember that guy? That's uh, that's it. That's a good one, man. And congrats on your coaching job. Thank you. And I will see you next week, brother. You got it.